0: Welcome to The Simple Life with Brianna and Marissa. We believe in creating a community filled with authenticity, awareness, and connection. Join the conversation as we vulnerably share about our own life experiences and offer practical tools to support and equip
1: you. Learn how to come fully alive in everything you do so you can live your best life. This is
0: The Simple Life. Don't wanna be all by myself anymore. Thank you, Celine
1: Dion. You always come through. (laughs) Well, I hope you guys feel warmly
0: welcomed today by our little uh, duet. (laughs) We thought we'd switch things up once again.
1: You know, sometimes you just need to belt out a good song,
0: and that song just a classic. So shout out to you, Celine Dion. Yes, we'd love to have you on the show sometime, if you hear this. So we thought, what better way to begin an episode like this than to just sing
1: these beautiful words by Celine.
0: Yes, because what we are going to cover today is a bit of a heavier topic. So that's why we thought we'd kick you guys off with something light and entertaining.
1: (laughs) But there's a lot of lyrics in the song that a lot of people would be able to relate to.
0: After all, we are wired and built for human connection. This song really sums up loneliness and the feelings associated with it. Yes, yeah, so we weren't seeing that song for nothing. It really does tie into the whole topic of today. Yeah, we, we didn't want to flex our vocals like that, but, but this episode did call for that. We won't say no. We're uh,
1: quite known for a good karaoke session. <laughs> yes as I'm sure you can tell from that intro. So before we officially begin, welcome back to The Simple Life.
0: It is wonderful to have you tuning in again. We hope that this episode ahead really encourages you and gives you something to ponder for the week ahead.
1: Yes, so to begin us today, we thought we would talk around the whole topic of loneliness. And it's often a topic not talked about openly. So we really want to discuss this in depth and hopefully encourage you with our own personal experiences with loneliness. So to begin us today, do you want to define what loneliness is to you?
0: So loneliness is not so much an experience, but a state of mind that we find ourselves in, where we can sometimes feel isolated, forgotten, alienated, unwanted, unhappy, and empty. And us humans, we really crave human connection. It is in our very nature to be social. And sometimes when those connections or deep connections, I should say, are taken away from us, they leave us with a sense of loneliness. And two words that do get confused with each other is loneliness and solitude. And there's a huge difference between the two because loneliness, as I touched on, is that sense of feeling isolated and unwanted and not being able to form these deep connections, even though we have this deep desire to. Whereas solitude is voluntary, meaning we choose it and enjoy taking ourselves out of social interactions to recharge, to gain the energy back, to put ourselves out there in those settings again to interact with others. So solitude is a great way to recharge, whereas loneliness can be very destructive and leave us with negative feelings and outcomes.
1: Yes, that's so important. So to be able to define them and remember the difference one being good for you and one being negative, helps people to be able to recognize perhaps which one they're exhibiting in their own life.
0: Yes. And it's so important to recognize the difference between being alone versus being lonely because they are two very different things. And there are
1: many reasons why people feel loneliness. One of the biggest being disconnection from our relationships. Because when we don't have people in our lives that we feel connected to, that we feel like we can be authentic with, that creates that feeling of isolation and we quickly begin to feel really lonely. And often people view loneliness as a physical state only. So, you know, of course you're going to feel lonely if you live by yourself for a long time or you move interstate and you don't know anyone But this feeling of loneliness comes up in our relationships when we don't feel that connection with the people around us. And it's interesting because often the most confident people or the people that appear to have the most friends and they're out all the time are the ones that actually feel the loneliest. Which seems very strange because it appears that they have all these people around them and they've got everything going for them. And the reason these people experience that feeling of loneliness, is because they don't have those quality friends that they feel really connected to. There's that saying where people say, you know, quantity over quality, or you're a quality over quantity kind of person. And in this setting, that's very true, because those people who have a lot of friends, they're very popular, they have a large quantity of people around them, often the quality of those friendships aren't very deep, therefore creating this feeling of seclusion. And many people truly believe that in order to be happy or feel content is to surround yourselves with lots of people and always have big hangouts and parties and that defines their happiness. But then they feel quite confused as to why they actually feel really alone and they think there's something wrong with them because they shouldn't feel alone. They're surrounded by all these people, but there's this deep feeling inside of them that they can't quite put their finger on. And this deep desire to feel connected like you mentioned earlier is that we have been designed to connect with the people around us and to support one another and be in those authentic, healthy relationships. And when someone isn't experiencing that in their own personal life, this feeling of loneliness arises
0: in them. Yes, that's such a great point to make. Thank you for highlighting that one. And for some people, that sense of loneliness can start very early on in their lives and can stem from childhood trauma and what we see being modelled to us. And for example, some extreme cases where some children do feel lonely comes from being abandoned or feeling abandoned from a young age. And abandonment can really shake up the way we view ourselves and affect our self-esteem Sometimes for a lifetime, and it's not an easy thing to overcome when you model that from a young age, and it's so embedded in our minds. So there are so many different situations as to why people feel and experience loneliness to the degree that they do. Whether it be through childhood trauma, a lack in confidence and self-esteem, or even feeling unworthy of friendships and deep connections with others because your mind is the biggest thing that can hold you back from creating those deep, meaningful connections.
1: Yes, that is so true. And to touch on what you said before regarding low self-esteem, people who really struggle with this often lack confidence in the way that they do relationship with other people And this can be a really hard one to combat because when you believe that you are unworthy of someone's attention or someone's time, you often don't know how to create those deeper, meaningful relationships. Because healthy relationships do take time. They take a lot of energy, a lot of questions, and hopefully encourage each person in that relationship. But if you come from a place and think I'm unworthy to be in this sort of healthy relationship that usually leads to a state of feeling really isolated and disconnected from the people around you. And I loved what you said about it being modeled to us at a young age, because that's another big factor. Because if a child does see a family member experiencing severe loneliness, or they do have a traumatic event happen to them, This almost normalizes isolation because it's been mirrored to them at such an early age. And so as they go through their own life, they begin to experience that because that's what they've seen reflected to them and that appears normal. But loneliness should not be a normal thing. It shouldn't be something that anyone ever has to feel because we have been created for deep connection with other people. So learning how to recognize loneliness and potentially the places that it stems from can help us to combat that feeling and to be able to feel deeply loved and connected to those around us. For
0: sure. And I have my very own experiences with loneliness stemming from my childhood. So to set the scene, obviously our listeners probably know that we live in Australia, but I haven't lived here my whole life, but I have spent the majority of it here. So my experience really began back when my family was living in South Africa, where I'm originally from, and I was an only child at this point, I was about four and a half, and we were going through this transition of moving from South Africa to New Zealand, and around that age, I guess the only friends I really had were my cousins, because I grew up around them and a whole lot of family members. When we moved at first, my parents did feel very lonely in their lives and experienced some depression and isolation, but at that age, I didn't really know what loneliness was or how it felt or anything. I was very excited to move to a new country and see a new place and it almost, to me, seemed like some sort of holiday and I'd see my family again. I didn't have much of an understanding back then of geographical distance. So it was just the three of us, my mother, my father and myself, who moved to New Zealand at that point and we had no other family in New Zealand and no one that we knew. So not long after we relocated, I had turned five, And my parents enrolled me in school to start year one. And that was a whole new experience for me, going to school in this foreign country and making new friends and starting all over again. And as great as that was, going home was very lonely. I missed that connection because all I really had was my parents and no one around the same age group to play with me and Give me that attention and spend time with me. And because we were so new to the country, my parents obviously worked a lot and we were literally starting from scratch. So we didn't have a lot of family time and we didn't spend a lot of time with each other and build that family connection. And having my parents work a lot and not being around any family, I did feel quite isolated in that time and very lonely It really forced me to learn how to enjoy my own company and that is very reflective in my adult life now because that started in my childhood and that was modelled to me and not intentionally either, but my parents had to make the sacrifices that they did to be where our family is today. And I didn't recognise it so much in my childhood, but I do recognise it now that I am older and why I am the way I am. But the times where I would feel my loneliest back then was when I was going to school and I'd be surrounded by people who were around my age group all the time and people who'd want to play games with me and interact with me. And then when I got home, all I had were my parents. And obviously they would give me love and affection and time. But it wasn't the same as having someone in my age group to play with me. But as we got more settled into this new country that we were living in and got to know our new neighbours and a lot of people in this small town, my parents started making some new friends who had some kids who were around my age so so that some afternoons or some weekends I'd have some friends over to play with or I could go to their house and play with them. And having this company of people who were around my age really helped me overcome those feelings of loneliness and isolation that I was experiencing. And so this family that we got to know and make friends with, who we're still friends with to this day, my family and their family, they still live in New Zealand, but we live here in Australia, that family had three kids and and those kids had siblings and that's something that I really wanted at that time because I was an only child because I thought oh you know they've got a brother and a sister and they've got these friends that they always have with them even when they go home they've got someone to play with I don't have that so I'd feel very lonely but thankfully a year later my brother came along and that really helped me and obviously everyone is in different family dynamics and different situations. So so what happened in my situation might not be the same case for you. But that helped me in a huge way overcome that loneliness I was experiencing at that young age, being the new kid in this new country, in a new school, not knowing anyone. And there were many occasions since then where I had to be the new kid somewhere or the new student at the school and had to learn how to make my own friends. But having to overcome what was modelled to me at a young age and recognising the loneliness I felt as a child that carried on into my adulthood in other areas has helped me form deeper connections and the healthy, authentic friendships I have now with a great crew I have around me. But in saying that, that was just one occasion in my life where I felt that deep sense of loneliness. And for some, there are other areas in their lives that may trigger those feelings of loneliness.
1: But that is a really good example of when loneliness arises in our life. And I liked what you touched on in your story, where you talked about going to school for the first time, which would have been Quite an overwhelming experience, but then once you were able to adapt to that environment, you realised that being at school was almost more fun and made you feel more connected than being at home when you didn't have people your age around you. And I'm sure many people can relate, even in the setting of moving house, because when we plant ourselves somewhere, we form these connections. But then when we have to almost uproot and start afresh somewhere else, that can take quite a long time to adjust and begin building new relationships and I want to highlight the fact that you said you were only four when you moved and it just goes to show that any age you can feel that and as adults often we forget how much we have been influenced as a child at such a young age and that's a huge thing for a four-year-old to move to another whole country that you've never experienced before you have no concept about and then you're suddenly thrown into the deep end and you have to find a way through But I love that example because it shows that loneliness can arise in any age of our life.
0: Yes, and there are so many situations that we find ourselves in that we don't have any control over. And I believe this last year that we all experienced has really exposed the loneliness some of us didn't know we were experiencing. And I'm not going to ramble on too much about the pandemic But I thought it would be a great example to use to highlight loneliness, because almost everyone everywhere had to experience lockdowns and forced isolations for days, weeks, even months at a time where they couldn't see anyone physically. We couldn't even leave our homes to go visit a friend. And for some who do live alone, it was even harder during these times, and a lot of the gatherings we did have had to be virtual, which did help for the time being, but it was very hard to maintain and build deep connections with others during this time because we had no physical contact with one another.
1: Yes, I know a lot of people who really struggled with that physical side, not being able to hug anyone or shake hands with anyone, It's the first time in, I guess, our lifetime that anything like this has ever happened. So it really created a lot of isolation and disconnection for people during that time. And while many people were forced into this lockdown, it brought up a lot within people that they've never had to face before. These days, there's so much to distract you. You can basically find something to do 24-7 and never have to be bored or doing nothing. But when the whole world came to this standstill, people suddenly had to acknowledge the thoughts that they were thinking. And it shook a lot of people up. And I had many conversations with friends during and after who said that it really brought a lot up in them, more than they realized they had. And in that moment, they had the power to decide if they wanted to confront those thoughts and process them and come through stronger or if they let these thoughts overwhelm them, bring them more anxiety, make them feel more isolated and find other things to distract themselves whether it be Netflix or watching videos online. So although there was less to do, there always still was an option to keep yourself distracted to some degree. But during this lockdown you could see two types of personalities really arising. And there were the people that were actually almost thriving in that setting because they had just been dreaming of having time at home and being able to finally relax and slow life down. So it was almost a relief for them. But then there were other people who found it really confronting. And the reason why those people struggled so much is because they had used the busyness of life, the loudness of life, As a coping mechanism to push down their emotions and feelings so when they were forced to live a quieter life and they didn't have all these distractions around them it became really overwhelming for a lot of people and I think scared a lot of people because they suddenly realized oh my goodness I'm not as okay as I thought and these feelings that I had years ago Actually, still there, even though I thought I was able to drown them out in the noise and chaos of
0: life. For sure. And as uncomfortable as that was for some people in the long run, it does pay off to process those feelings and emotions and work through them to heal those parts of us we thought we could have escaped. But fast forward to now, where In most places you can go out again and when we go on social media and scroll through we can see what everyone's up to and so many people are doing so many exciting things that some of us are sitting at home wishing we were doing. It's so easy to get caught up in all of that and feel like we're missing out and feel lonely and isolated scrolling through these pictures of people who seem to be living their best lives being surrounded by their friends, and just having a rollicking time, really. And this leaves us questioning why our life doesn't seem as exciting or the lives we see being portrayed on social media. But friendship can be another area where many
1: people feel isolation. And I remember one particular time where I did feel really isolated with the people around me. So when I was in my early teenage years I made a decision that I had to befriend everyone I possibly could and I had to be liked by everyone so I would try and go to every activity that was happening, every birthday party, just anything that meant being around people because I truly believed that the more friends you had the better. So I would try my hardest to be the friend that I felt like my friends wanted me to be. And I remember every school holidays, I would sit down and write a list of all my friends' names and then arrange to meet up with each one. And so it would be a very busy break because I had to see each person individually because I thought that was good. That's quality time. I'm seeing each person once during that break. So, you know, we're all good our friendship's strong. It's solid. We've done our catch-up. But after doing this for quite a long time, I realized that I was feeling really alone, but I couldn't understand why. Because I had this list. If anyone asked me, oh, who are your friends? I could name 15, 20 people. And I didn't understand why I was feeling this sense of loneliness. In my head, I thought I'm doing everything right. But while this was all happening, I actually got really sick and That lasted for a few years, and every time it would hit me, I suddenly couldn't do anything. I couldn't go to any event. I couldn't hang out with these people, and it almost felt like my freedom and everything I knew had just been stripped from me because I physically couldn't do what I wanted to do, and while I was experiencing this, a lot of my friends actually had no idea. Like They kind of knew, oh... Brianna's not really turning up to as many events, but not many of them knew truly what was happening and like how sick I was in that time. And being in that situation and watching my friends still out and having a great time hit me really, really hard because I realized I had created an environment where I had a lot of people around me, but no one truly knew me. So I had that quantity of people, but not the quality that I really needed in that time of not. Being well. And during that time, it really made me rethink a lot of things about the way I was living, about the friendships that I had, because I was in a state where I needed friends the most, but in that moment, I felt like Norm was actually around me, and I felt really alone in that. As I got stronger in myself, it really made me question who I did want around me, and I had to learn the difference between having quantity in friends versus having quality friendships. You can't actually maintain 15 close friendships, which was what I was trying to do. So I had to decide how I wanted to do friendship in the future so I could create my own authentic friendships, friendships where I could support them and they could support me in times of need. So I've had to create that culture amongst my own friendships going forward. Because I learned in that time that loneliness is such a horrible feeling to experience. So once you've experienced that and found the tools that create those deeper meaningful relationships, you realize how important those quality friendships are in your life. I've had to really stretch myself and force myself to be vulnerable with people at certain times and be really transparent with people and back then in my early teenage years I found that so hard to do and I've really learned through these last years the importance of that and so now I've built every relationship I have on those foundations of vulnerability connection and transparency. Because when you have people around you that you can go to and tell anything to, that's when loneliness breaks because you no longer have to keep things to yourself.
0: Yes, I agree. That's such a beautiful story you've given us. And to see where those experiences have brought you and the new foundations you lay for the friendships you have now really is key. And I'm sure so many people, myself included, have had the quantity of friendships but lacked in the quality. But to have navigated through that to have the deep, meaningful connections you have now really highlights that, really highlights that those lonely times that we've all experienced weren't wasted because, because we do learn and grow from them. And in saying that, we want to give you guys some practical tips and tools to navigate through loneliness and help you overcome those feelings that you experience. Because after all, loneliness is a state of mind. And a way to help us combat the loneliness we experience in our lives is to put ourselves out there in places with people who have similar or shared interests as us. And one of the places I love meeting people and have a similar shared passion and interest is at concerts. And this might be different for you and varying on your interests, but that's a place that I love meeting people and get along so well with some strangers who I have never met, where we're all in the same room for the same reason.
1: Yes, I love that one. So if you are looking to make new friends, definitely try and find some places where people share those similar interests that you can get around. And it is a really good way to connect with other people, particularly if you're struggling to find people who are similar to you or value the same sort of things as you.
0: Yes. And if you're struggling to find places where you can meet new people and make new friends, then you can always keep an eye out for any local events that are coming up in your area and attend those or try something new that you haven't tried before because you never know it might be a new and evolving passion or interest of yours.
1: Another tool you can use is to acknowledge when you do need people around you, but when you do notice that you need people around you in a certain time, then being able to communicate that with them is so important because most people want to be there for you. They want to support you and love you. So inviting them into that space is actually a really beautiful way to connect with them and to break that feeling of isolation and loneliness.
0: Yes, and another way we can conquer the state of mind of loneliness is to give ourselves the time and space to heal and, and be okay and content in our own company and build a strong relationship with ourselves and it will also strengthen the friendships and relationships we have with other people. So go out, do something you enjoy and do something for you and invest in yourself in order to invest in others, because you can't pour from an empty cup. And with that, we would like to thank you guys for tuning in.
1: Because we know loneliness is quite a confronting topic, so we really wanted to come beside you guys and support you in the best way that we can by exploring this topic more in depth and being really transparent about our own experiences
0: with this. So we hope today's episode has encouraged you And given you something to ponder about and really help you recognize where you may have experienced loneliness in your life in order to conquer and overcome that state of mind
1: if you have found this episode helpful in any way or you know someone that's struggling in this area we would love you to share this episode with them as our whole purpose behind this podcast is to just really support people and come beside people so they feel less alone. We would love it if you could subscribe, rate and review because that really does help get the message out for us as well.
0: Yes, because we're not built to do this journey of life alone. And we're always down for a chat or to help you find tools to support you through whatever you're going through. And you can reach out to us via our social media on our Instagram at... The Simple Life underscore podcast, or on our email, the Simple life with us at gmail.com. And with that, this, this is The Simple life, life with Brianna and Marissa. Thank you. Bye. Bye.